And welcome to Out from the Cube with our Why Wednesday with Coach Jay. Coach Jay, I'm going to start with this. Wasn't, wasn't thinking I would start with this. And we just pressed record and just said our hellos 10 seconds ago. I follow you on Instagram with both my personal account and our Out from the Cube account. Yeah. You had a rough day two days ago. I did. I had a, <laughs> had a, had a rough weekend, which led into a rough post. Let's see. Well, what day is it today? Today, okay, we're recording this. It's, it's our Why Wednesdays, right? So yeah. this, was a, this was a recording because you, you seemed back into your rhythm on yesterday and this morning with your post. But, it, but I think your Monday post was a little – there's a little frustration in there. Monday post was a little frustrating, which was a culmination of the weekend. Um, yeah, man, I, I, everything about me said don't record. Everything about my feelings said don't record. And everything about who I am at a core, at the core, said press record. Mm. And so... Um, yeah, just just some struggles on the personal side. Yep. And uh, um, I mean, I, I can be honest. There was romantic issues. Me and the lady are having a, a rough go about it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, just hmm. as opposed to, I, I thought I just, at the end of the day, bro, I just I just looked at it as a phenomenal opportunity. I feel like that's what everybody does. Is everybody puts out the highlights everybody puts out when they're feeling good everybody puts out when things are going well and i just looked at it as an opportunity to let people know the people that at least choose to uh have me impact their life in whatever way i do or lead with me as i like to say um see that bad days bad times tough times they happen and um yeah i just yeah that's that that is what i took away so uh, we've known each other for a year and a half or more now. And I, and we, it's not that, you know, we know each other. We're, like we've said before, you know, we don't, we don't uh, go out on Friday and Saturday nights and things of that nature, uh, but we do have a very good friendship going, but in, in our year and a half or so together, uh, if you have been down or if you have had something uh, happen, um, you seem to bounce back pretty quick. Um, you, I, I think you have a great perspective on what's important and what to overcome and how to have a great mindset and some of the things that I think you're going through in terms of your, your journey and who, who, what you're studying and who you're listening to. Um, so I was uh, taken back a bit, you know, that, that, uh, that you were uh, still frustrated on a Monday morning o- over some things that may have happened over the weekend, which again, it's all personal stuff, yeah. which we don't have to get into. So, but I did find that interesting. Um, I sent you a note yesterday morning. Uh, early in the morning, and I said, "Hey, do you know who David Goggins? Goggins, Goggins. Goggins you know Goggins. who David Goggins is?" Yeah. And, um, and you immediately said yes, and then may have asked a question or two about him. So I, I do not know. I did not know who he was a couple, you know, a couple days ago. I had seen his face. If you follow the people that Jay and I follow, of you know Andy Frisella and Gary V and Ed Milet and Evan Carmichael and um, Eric Thomas and some of these people, you're bound to come across David Goggins and uh, his Goggins. 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 Yep. <laughs> at least, at, at least a picture of his face. And I have seen it on the Tom Billu show and all this. But for whatever reason, I pressed play this uh, past Monday morning and was really taken back by him. And now I have spent the past three mornings, which is really an hour and a half or an hour or so every morning, just listening to him. And, uh, and, and I have 
now four, five, six pages of notes on things he has said and mm -hmm. things that have impacted me. And now, listen, if you're listening and you don't know who he is, Gogans, you need to go, you need to just, and, and if you're okay with what my old boss used to say is salty language, if you're okay with salty language, I remember the first time my boss said salty language, this uh, one of my favorite players of all time, Mike Robinson from Detroit, Michigan, a 6'8 kid. Uh, we both kind of looked at each other, kind of, we are like, we've never heard what salty <laughs> So anyway, salty language. Um, if you're okay with that, I think, and you can get to the core of his message, you can't help but, um, you know, have goosebumps and be inspired and be ready to kind of tackle your day with what he's gone through. But this is the, the biggest quote. Uh, that has impacted me the past couple days, and I am spending a lot of time reflecting on, and this is the, the core of getting out of your cube and making an impact and having the life you're supposed to live, I believe. He has said many things. But he said this, and I'm interested in your perspective and where you're at and how this intersects you. But we work, this is him, we work at 40% of what we are capable of. And then he says it is like a car that has a governor. Now, a governor on a car, I'm not a big car guy, but my understanding is you could put a governor on a car so the car never goes above 55. But the, he, he says this in his message, a car wants to run. It is, you know, some of these high performance cars can go 80, 90, 100, 110, and they are built to do that. But if you put a governor on it, it's only gonna go to what it's throttled at, at 55 or 60. But we work at a 40% of what we are capable of, which means, our mind puts a governor on our body that says, hey, you're at 40%. Slow down, stop. This is as far as you can go. And he says there's always a constant battle in him between his mind and his body that when he gets to 40% and when he gets the pain, when the mental governor clicks on, that's when he knows that he needs to keep going. And that, that, that hit me because essentially his entire message is getting past 40%. Yeah. His entire message and his entire life is built upon that exceeding 40%. And everybody that's listening that is in the middle, that, is built, that, is, that, that hits that, that, lot, that mindset of 40% and then stops, that's where we all are. That's the middle. So I, that, that really hit me this week and was very interested, I guess, on your perspective and your take and how much you've listened to Gogan's. Goggins. Goggins. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it's that. Goggins. Um, and 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 what's your perspective on him, on that thought, and how that intersects you? First off, you know how I am about names, so I'm right. gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to correct you. Um, now you I, might just be messing with me and no, going no, no. back and forth between no, the two. No, it's it's Goggins. It's Goggins. Goggins. So think Goggins. Goggins. Lady Gaga. Goggins. Goggins. Yeah, I got yeah. it now. Um, I mean, George is, is, it is his delivery of the same thing that we've been saying. It is, it is, I can't even remember who said it now. Um, I think it may have been Ed of, you know, if you're, if you're tapped in at thermostat, if you're tapped in at 70, when you go up to 80, when like your body will bring it is the exact same thing. You're absolutely right. It's it is. his delivery. It's his delivery. And the thing that makes it different is, yes, his salty language, but you're also talking about a, a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. Um, but it's his story. It's that yeah. message 
relayed through his story. And this is why I'm so, I've become so adamant about the power of story is because I do believe, I do believe there's a finite number of messages. Like they may be numerous, but I do believe like there, there, there is a finite number of messages. Like, cause it's all like we talked about, it's all going to boil down to the same principles, the same um, theories, the same right. message. Right. But it's those stories. It is. It's, it's, it's those stories that somebody's going to relate to his story deeper than they relate to Ed's story or deeper than they relate to Eric's story or just in another way. And again, it's not the contents of the story. Mm -hmm. It's the delivery. It's his voice. It's its tone. It's his pace. It, it, it may be the contents of his story because, you know, just using those three that I just used, Eric Thomas, teenager, homeless, eating out of garbage cans, fatherless growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, Ed Milet, dad was an alcoholic, but he had these dreams of becoming a professional baseball player. He had athletics to, to steer him. Right. And then you got David Goggins, who overweight as a child, you know, entered the military and has done some ridiculously, freakishly amazing stuff. Like, I don't know how far you've gotten right. into it, but like, you know, right. when he talks about running the last 30 miles with two broken legs, like what, like who? Who are you? Or the fact that he said, like, I have to do this. So in order to do that, I'm going to just, having never run a marathon before, I'm going to go run a marathon. You know, like, that's absurd. Right. <laughs> that's so I guess what, what, what impacts me about his story, again, I, I absolutely 100% agree with you. Like, it, it is the same message. Um, and his ability to tell a story, to inspire, to create action. Uh, but it, we've talked about this. I feel like he is me, not now, definitely not now, but when yep. he was, when he was 305 pounds and he was talking about spraying cockroaches at the steak and shake. And then when his shift ended at seven in the morning, going across the street and getting, you know, some Dr. Pepper and donuts and heading home. Right. Yep. And he was like, this is my life. Right. And I'm not saying it's exact, but you sit there and say, man, we are in the middle. That is me. Yeah, you know, that's that's I can relate to that story. But then so if that is me, what is inspiring to me um, and I'm hoping it leads me to, to more deliberate and focused action is he has shown me what is possible um, to an extreme what is possible yeah. right? to the point of. Yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, I did my CrossFit this morning and it was hard. And you know what? I looked around and I was the last one to finish, you know, the, the last one to finish. And the, the max was 21 minutes on the exercise we were doing. And I was at 2055. And yeah. then, and then my buddy who finished in 10 minutes with crazy weights and crazy intensity, he comes over to me and he was like, okay, let's do a hundred pushups now. And I'm like, Nope, not doing it. Yeah. Not, not doing it. Right. So, but it's, it's the what I love about these stories is to see what is possible because the reality is, I believe this to be and correct me if you feel differently than this. I could do what I could do what um, David Goggins is doing. I could do that. I could do that. And I'm listening to this story saying that could be me. Right or sitting in a cubicle and having that responsibility, that office, that 
that pay grade or whatever it is, right? That could be me. But the reality is it's not going to be me. Like, do you have that mindset? Do you watch that stuff? And do you watch like David Goggins and sit there and say, I could do that? Or, is, or do you feel those people are just so extreme and there's just something in them that stops you from being them? Yeah, so the twist on it that I would put is I don't look at them and say that could be me. I look at it and say, what is my version out of their story? Perfect, okay. So I don't want to, I have no desire to do the things that he's done as far as triathlons and and Ironmans, you know, I have no desire to do that. So I don't have to push myself to the level that he's had to push himself to, to, to amass the things that he's amassed. Mm -hmm. However, what I do take from that is he, he's, he's just got some good old fashioned get up and get it. He does. Which, which so does Charlie Rocket. Right. So does Jay Shetty. So does Mel Robbins. So does mm-hmm. Evan Carmichael. Like, so does all of these people. And the, and the thing that I've loved most about this particular section of the journey that I'm on is it's, it's taken the focus off of a Will Smith or, uh, um, you know, whoever else, or even a Steve Harvey. It takes the focus off of these celebrities quote unquote Mm -hmm. and so now what i've gotten more out of anything is yeah david goggins is me because david goggins is just a regular old dude and even though will smith is a regular guy as well you take away the celebrity status and so that's why i've become so intrigued with um a show like an impact theory or um you know even even ed because ed will vary but like i love as much as I love listening to the celebrity and the, the names that I recognize, mm-hmm. I found myself more attracted to the people that I don't recognize because when you're talking about that vision, and that's all I said I've ever wanted to be as a vision. I am The reason that I am going to be on one of those shows or all of those shows is because I'm going to be someone that probably hasn't heard of the name Jason Wells, may or may not have run up and down a basketball court, but my story and my delivery is going to make them say, but he is me. Mm. It, it was why the follow-up post behind me having a bad day was I am a mirror. Yeah. It, it was why. And that, mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily planned, but right. it, was, it was why, because I am a mirror. And that conversation that I spoke about in that post did happen. Mm-hmm. I've never read the book Fahrenheit 451 before, but my one friend that I've gone to college with, went to college with, she's told me several times now in reference to that book, they make reference to a mirror. And she said, you are that mirror. You allow people to see themselves in you, which is the exact same thing that uh, Charlie Rocket is saying when he says, I am you. It's the exact right. same thing. Mm. So uh, how, how does, does, so those, all those stories kind of say the same thing. And it, I guess I'm, I'm wondering, do those things inspire you differently than they inspire me? Do, but you don't see that. You see that, that Goggins is you. Now, his thing may be triathlons. And yours, your, your passion, 
your passion could be, hey, I'm going to be on this sort of show or I'm going to be in this boardroom or I'm going to have that level of audience or I'm going to be that dynamic of a speaker, right? So, you know, uh, a stand-up comedian that I like is Jim Gaffigan, where he talks about, you know, like Starbucks or working out or some of these things. Like, it's all the same, McDonald's and Starbucks. Like, if you're going to McDonald's and you're laughing at people that go to McDonald's, but you're loading up on Starbucks, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yours is just Starbucks, your indulgence or whatever it is. So his is triathlons and pushing himself physically to the max and running on broken legs. And that is not, I'm going to say, that is not me. Yeah. That is not me. But he does inspire me to say, what are my passions? What, what, where do I want to be? And where do I see myself? And I need to start kicking ass like he does. Yeah, it is. It, <laughs> It's not a comparison. So a couple things come to mind. It's his story and the stories of the people that we watch and that we listen to that make me say, if David Goggins can run 30 miles on two broken legs, I can get through a rough weekend with my lady. Right. It is, it, is, it is not his greatness. That is his greatness. Mm -hmm. His greatness is not my greatness. And this is the other thing that I was going to say, even with your guy this morning with the push-ups. Mm -hmm. it's, he, did, he did the workout in 10 minutes. You did it in, in almost the whole time in 21 minutes. He said, hey, let's knock, let's knock out an, uh, another 100 push-ups. Mm -hmm. That's not my greatness is knocking out another 100 push-ups. You know what I will do? I'll give you a solid 10, though. <laughs> I got you, man. And, and, and. And however, however he looks at that is, is on him. But you know that that is you stepping like, did you even do one? No. <laughs> I was like, like I'm out. <laughs> that's what I, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so when you, when, when I, because I know you like Ed and right. I just got starting to get, get more into Ed and, and like I was aware of his story, but now I'm starting to listen more. And so I just watched him on Tom Bilyeu's show the other day yep. and um, I saw him talk about every time he goes in the gym, he does one more. And, and that has become his, his go-to, his life. Like one more rep, one more minute, one more this. And so, no, I don't have a hundred to give you, but I do have one to give you. I do have five to give you. And that is George's greatness. That's not your greatness. And that's where we lose it, bro, is we continue to compare our greatness to everybody else's greatness. My great, even with similarities. LeBron is a 6'8 kid from Northeast Ohio. I'm a 6'8 kid from Northeast Ohio. But if I compare my greatness to LeBron's, I'm going to always come up short because mm -hmm. I'm never going to play in the NBA now as a 42-year-old man. I'm never going to win three championships like he's done. I'm never going to win MVPs. I'm never going to do the things that he's done on the basketball court. So if that's what I'm comparing my greatness to, I'm always going to come up short. Right. The thing that hit I gotta, me, I got to know what my greatness is. Yeah. The thing that hit me this morning though, about listening to uh, Goggins, I wrote it down. So I, and I, I wrote it down phonetically here. <laughs> so I make sure I get it right. But what, what struck me this morning about Goggins is exactly what you're saying. Actually, now that I think about it, it's about doing what you are capable of. Here's what he says. He says, let me find it exactly. So I get it. How did you become great? I put a bunch, this is, a, this is one of many quotes similar to this. I put a bunch of friction in my life and I grew. That's how he became great. Yeah. I became great because I put friction in my life and I grew because of that. 
right? Yeah. So it is sitting in a cubicle and wanting to make an, make 10 extra phone calls, right? Sometimes that just sucks. Or a buddy that is sitting there that says, hey, George, great job. We knuckle out and he sits there, let's do 100 pushups, right? It was very easy for me to say no. And then I go and listen to David Goggins with some coffee and I'm sitting there and I start reflecting back on my morning and I'm like, shit, you know, I, I was so comfortable. I was so happy. I was done with the 21 minute workout that I was asked to do a little bit more to get a little greater. Somebody put some friction in my life to allow me to be greater. And I couldn't even give them one. Yeah. Let alone the hundred. Yeah. Right. And so I spend more time in. Now you could say this, George, you were there. You put in an hour's worth of work and you didn't quit. You got through the 21 minutes and that's good. Right. Because my, but my mind is thinking, shit, I could have done more. I could have yeah. gotten, I could have gotten better. I could have done 10 pushups, like you're saying, instead of, but, but my mind at that point was like, you've done enough. Now my mind is sitting there. Now I'm rested and relaxed and I've had lunch and I've had coffee and I'm sitting. Now you want, now you want to go back to 530. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why couldn't I have done more? Right. Yeah. And we, and, but I think we do that daily. We sit in our cubicles and we roll around work and we say, I could do this and you don't. And then you're sitting there laying in bed at night going, shit, I could have done more. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but the same stuff happens the next day. Yeah. Right? But, but, and that's where, that's where when I listen to Ed talk about one more rep, one more minute. And, and if this is something that I've done, but it has now brought consciousness to it is, you know, if I get done, I usually watch videos. I do a portion of my workout, just walking on the treadmill at an incline. And whenever the video's over, I will round down that minute. So if the video's over at, you know, it's in there 1647 on the clock, I will walk that last 47 seconds, even though the video is off. So I'm, I'm still rounding up that minute. So, and Ed has just brought attention to that. But what I get out of his message is that creates, okay, so today you came up short, but doggone it, there shouldn't be a reason that you feel this way tomorrow. Mm -hmm. if, if you feel like this way tomorrow, now we're starting to get into an issue. So I don't care what you do tomorrow morning. I don't care whether you give me one, whether you give me five, or whether you give me 50, but I need you to, to the next time he asks that, or even better yet, without him even asking that, as spent as you are, I got a push-up in me. I got a pull-up in me. Right. I got a burpee in me. I got something in me to, to go. And that's, that is how you can't, my dad used to always tell me this, man. He's like, like, and this is what we do. We always focus on 12 in a row. You can't make 12 without making one. Mm. Right. you can't get to 12 days in a row without doing it one day in a row stop focusing on the 12 and just focus on doing it one time 12, Perfect. Day, 12 Perfect. day so we had a podcast this past week i want to say it was my it was my solo one uh from a week or so ago and uh and i really liked the mindset of um just not today i forgot who said that um it may have been david oh God. yeah yeah, I'm gonna have like, hey, do I, do I, yeah, do I believe in days off? Yeah, yeah, I believe in days off. I believe yeah. in taking rest. I'm just not going to do it today. I'll do it right. tomorrow, right? But I can't think about 12 days. All I know is I got to crush it today. I need to have a great attitude today. I need to be valuable today. I need to contribute today. I need to be a good friend today, a good spouse, like whatever it is, a good father today. I just, I can't worry about tomorrow, right? And, uh, Man, that really hit me. I, I listen. I know we're trying to we're trying to actually for those listening, trying to make these podcasts roughly around instead of 
the one we released a few weeks goes an hour 25, which is fine. Because <laughs> Jay and I can go, and I think we enjoy the conversation. I know I do with each other. Um, but we are trying to keep these around 40 minutes. But I, with that, I know this next question is going to lead us to uh, – not a question. It's really around the same idea. And I'm on a David Goggins kick. But he said this as well. And I really liked it. One, I guess, just wanted to share it with you because it, um, it hit me. Um, he said this, and I think it was on Tom Billu's show. I'm not the best at anything. Actually, it was on um, – yeah, well, he, it probably was on his show. It was on uh, another gentleman's show. I'm not the best at anything, and I am not gifted. I am just driven. And that, that hit me really hard, too, this morning. I was like, man, you know, because we spent so much time talking about purpose – and finding your purpose and identifying your gift and finding your passion and going all in on it and all that. He just essentially said, man, I'm not the best at anything and I'm not gifted at anything. I'm just really driven and I'm going to outwork you and outdrive you and, uh, and outperform you when it comes time. And, and, you know, I, I guess there's something to be said for that probably athletically as well. Of course. Right. Right. You know, you probably, you made a career of basketball. Right. To the point where you have to say, I'm retired. Like if you say you're retired from something, you made a career out of it. You yep. know, that's something you did for a long time to say you're yep. retired. Right. And I'm sure that you've come across many people that were better than you, more talented than you and had the gift of basketball, but you performed better. Right. Yep. Because maybe you were just more driven than them. Right. Yep. And that's, that's a professional thing as well. And, and that's, that's, the question is not, do you have it in you? We all have it in us. The question is, what's going to be that thing? That's why my word has become ignite. What's going to be that thing to ignite you? Is it a video? Is it a Jason Wells video? Is it a podcast? Is it a George Evgen podcast? Like, like, what is it? Is it David Goggins? Is it Eric Thomas? Is it Will Smith? Who, like, what's going to be that, that ignition to say, Bam, that was it. And it may not be one thing. It may be a series of things. It may be a culmination of things. But what is that thing? And so what the, this is the beauty of all of this, man. Like what you just said, you know, I'm not the best at anything. I'm just driven is Will Smith when he says, um, if, if we get on this treadmill, you will either get off first or I will die. Like he said that verbatim. Or it's Eric Thomas saying, you will not outwork me, which is why he gets up at three o'clock in the morning, because you will not outwork me. They're all the same things, George. Yeah, They're right. all the same things. So it's now, where do us individuals, and this is, like, I've been on this kick, man, and, and like, listening to pastors and preachers, and, you know, I've, like, I got my own thought process about you know, that particular part. But the more I listen to it is like pastors are simply motivational speakers. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the reason that they continue to come back is because their, their messages are so general that they hit you. So, you, you know, you hear these people talk about, oh man, I went to service today and the message was just for me. And somebody else, it was just for me. And somebody else, it was just for me. Yeah, because they're talking about things that you know you're not doing your best at. Mm -hmm. And they're challenging you on it. Mm -hmm. And it's motivational because it feels great in that time. But what are you doing Sunday to Sunday, though? Right. 
Because if you come back that next Sunday and you haven't done anything different, now we got an issue. Mm -hmm. So I don't care what you do. I don't care if you kicking yourself in the butt because you didn't do any push-ups today. If we have this conversation tomorrow, now we got an issue. <laughs> if, if everybody's saying the same stuff, I'm wondering why this stuff is so hard. I'm wondering why we're all just not knocking because it out. The easy, because the easy thing to do is to feel good and not do anything about it. The easy thing That's to it. do is to feel good and stay in our comfort zone. The easy thing to do is to feel good and say, I'll start tomorrow. Perfect. So listen, this is what we're doing. That's our Why Wednesday is, is, you know, is just challenging ourselves and thinking, because I do believe exactly everything Jay's saying. And it's why it is, listen, I'll be very transparent and vulnerable with this. This is where I struggle because it, it's, it's, there's a consistency to it. There's being driven to it. There's, yeah, to Jay's point, you wake up with bad days, bad attitude, bad situations, bad environment. Like, I get it. Right. But it's there's got to be a level of being driven and consistent and not being the victim and saying, I don't have the resources or the friends or the time or the, the background or whatever it is and continuing to take action with it. And that's where I'm at. Um, that's why my keyword for the year is action. I do want to circle back with one of our next Why Wednesdays. And really, you said something about Ignite that really got me going. And I wrote it down, and I'm going to make sure it's the next thing that we talk about. Listen, Jay and I are doing our best to create as. Uh, to have a conversation about the things that we are learning and the things we may be struggling with. Because I'm going to say this for us. We, we are you, right? And I said that before we even heard it from Charlie Rocket. But, that, but I'm really, my mindset now is, man, I'm in the middle. Like, I think we're all in the middle, right? And so I think all these things are valuable lessons to, to just move the dial, move the needle a little bit towards that direction. And I don't think Jay likes this word too much, but I'm using it uh, to move us in a direction of being elite, whatever elite is to you, right? That, that top 10%, top 5%, top 1% where you want to be, where whatever you think elite is. Um, I think this is where this conversation is going. And it's my journey. It's definitely my journey of 2019. Listen, all, all of Jay's information is in our show notes. Um, Jay's website is up. I know he's actually traveling around a number of places giving, uh, facilitating at schools and businesses and workshops and, uh, and all that. Uh, anything else to plug, Jay? No, man. Yeah, just keep, keep tuning in. I like the way we're going. Yeah, perfect. And with all that, Jay actually told me this, and I am on fire today. It's amazing where you start and where you end up with your day. I'm telling you, it's all about being inspired and being plugged into whatever your source is. And, um, and then trying to take action on it, not trying to, but just taking deliberate, actionable steps towards whatever you're inspired by. And so because of that, man, I'm super juiced up today. But Jay told me to say, get out of your cube and get moving and be passionate and find your and take action on whatever your passions are. With that, we will see you next week on, on our Why Wednesday.